This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Weezer released a cover of Enter Sandman on James Hetfield's birthday today. What a gift that is. For Rob's birthday I'm going to recreate every episode of Squared Circle Pit and Pig Latin. Because that is also a great gift that says, Happy Birthday, you piece of garbage. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Thank you, Chuck. Boy, oh boy, that's vile. What he—he hates you. Well, he's saying he's coming. He's trying he's to make that's a how much. Yeah, that's how much Weezer must hate James Hetfield. Mm. E- equivalent to the amount that Chuck hates Rob. <laughs> is it, is, that's his point of emphasis. I'd be interested in a, in a squared circle pit pig Latin edition. Sure, Can it's like the, the Spanish announce table version. <laughs> What about an SAP button for Squared Circle Pit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Broaden the, the horizons, Rob. Do it. And uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, the lovely Noah's with us. Hey. Hello. I had to update Hi. my Zoom, so. Ah. Uh. Hi. I thought it was a mirage for a second. Like you were there and then you weren't there. I thought I imagined <laughs> it. No, it's uh. real, Darren. Oh, she said it sexily. Oh, very sexy. Uh, <laughs> Noah was in Mexico last week. That's why she didn't join us in the lovely city of Tulum. Mm-hmm. Did you smuggle any drugs back? No, but I was really surprised that like the pharmacy, you can get so many over-the-counter drugs, which I did not know that about Mexico. Yeah. So like what? Like steroids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's definitely a thing. Uh, yeah, anthrax. You can get. Um, uh, Could you get like uh, mood stabilizers, like Adderall? Yes, or... yes. Are you asking for a friend, Rob? No, I'm asking for myself. <laughs> get some, get some over the counter Adderall. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I've heard stories of like MMA fighters or whatever who live in uh, California or San Diego just driving down to get their their medicine. Got to be safe, you know, travel to Mexico and get some drugs. Well, traveling to Mexico as an American seems pretty safe. It's no, no, not... I meant I, I meant the drugs you get, not the experience of travel. Oh, well, I mean, you're at a pharmacy. Was it unsafe at the pharmacy now? Yeah. Okay. Or do you mean the drugs themselves are The unsafe? drugs themselves. <laughs> I see. You got there the third time. Everything was safe except for when uh, the gang member tried to get us to join some kind of ring. I didn't really understand what he was saying. You got some MS-13 uh, confrontations <laughs> down there? You got a neck tattoo now. Oh, actually, yeah, he did brand me with something. It was very strange. <laughs> didn't understand. <laughs> Let's see. Show the audience. Okay. <laughs> it's in suit area. Yeah. <laughs> show me on the doll where they branded you. Where's the tuchus? Oh. <laughs> That's a drop. How are you? Wait, oh, okay, well, Sid is in Texas. I didn't mm-hmm. hear Bland, but I assume he talked about Sid. No, no, he oh, talked man. about uh, the Weezer cover of Metallica's Enter Sandman. Oh, it's not a good birthday. By the way, happy birthday, James Hetfield. How old is the he show? Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. I think. Let me just. I guess check. that that feels right. That feels yeah, right. Yeah, I think he looks good for fifty-eight. Uh, and I, I guess mean, also- fifty-eight that took a fucking firework to the face. <laughs> good for well, he, that context. he always had he always had those acne craters too he always looked like the man in the moon a little bit yeah <clears throat> from all that meth is that right did he do probably did he, did he get it in mexico 
I do not believe he's done meth. I believe he's done alcohol. He's an alcohol kind of guy. He's done so much drugs, like just handed to him that he's probably done meth by accident, at least. Yeah. Is he a drugs guy? I didn't think. Like, I feel like Lars is the drugs guy. He's just the booze guy. He didn't do drugs. Didn't he write Master of Puppets about doing coke and all heroin and all that stuff? I thought it doesn't, he did doesn't all mean it's, it's biographical. Yeah, but I thought the whole point was it's so personal. That's why it's such a great, you know, magnum opus thing. I I don't know. Could be wrong. I thought he did all that shit. I assume so. There's yeah. a there's a quora. Did James Hetfield ever use drugs? <laughs> uh, well, yes. No. Maybe so. One answer. Uh, yeah, it says it doesn't seem to be with any illicit substances. Lars struggled with cocaine addiction a few years ago, but it seems that James's drug of choice was alcohol. It's not unknown if he. It is not known if he has experimented with any illegal drugs, as he's vague in interviews about this. Wow, I but, considered myself a me- me- mega Metallica fan, and I did not know that. But he has confirmed he hasn't ever touched cocaine or heroin. And has never acquired a dependence on anything but alcohol. How do they say heroin in uh, on the wire? Heron. Heron. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, what's the fun way to say heroin? I think that means it's about time to rewatch the series. Do you forget yeah, how they say stuff? I, I actually I rewatched it a few years ago. Very good on the second time around, just as much, just because like the first time you don't know where it's going. So you just you're like strapped in for the ride. The second time you do know where it's going. So you really pick up on how much foreshadowing they do about everything. And it's yep. it's like it's mind blowing how, how great they are about it. Um, one of the best written shows ever, ever. What are the other two for you? Um, Breaking Bad. And I mean, Probably, I guess The Sopranos has to be in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or Mad Men. Maybe Better Call Saul, depending on how it wraps up. I just consider Better Call Saul and, and Breaking Bad one big show. Yeah. You know, I can't yeah. Yeah. break them up. Yeah. I agree. Uh, and also, like, I'm, I'm so impressed with the last season of Better Call Saul, just how into it I got, like, how uh, I'm just like, I need to know where this is going right now. I away. know. <laughs> yeah. It's better. I have to say it's better than Breaking Bad. I'm sorry. They're both great, but I, I it's connect, hard to say I that connect for me. more with Better Call Saul. I think, I think uh, it's a different type of show. It's more cerebral, whereas yes. like the last few seasons of Breaking Bad were like an action movie. Like it was just I just remember having almost an anxiety attack at the end of every episode of like, oh, my sure. God, what's going to happen? <laughs> the same thing with Better Call Saul, I feel like. It just do it in a slightly different yeah. vector, but it's... I think also with Better Call Saul, it took like two or three seasons to get to like the faster pace. And mm-hmm. to be clear, at first, I kind of hated the slow pace. But by the end of the first season, I was like, oh, my God, they set this up so good. It's yeah. meticulous. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. think they outdid themselves. I think they had Breaking Bad over here, and they just said, "We're going to heighten this," and they just heightened. Right. It. They knew what not to do, so it just it was like a cleaner path to where they were going. Mm-hmm. And Breaking Bad's great. Don't think I'm I'm disparaging yeah. that show. It's fantastic. I put if I had to rank them, I would say Sopranos is my number one written show ever in terms of the writing only. I think it's I still been long seen enough. It. Still it's haven't been, seen I, The Sopranos? I've seen it like three times over. I might, it might be time to, to go on my fourth viewing. It's been so long now, and I feel like 
in the last year or two, uh, Sopranos memes have kind of become a, a bigger thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and so it really makes me like long for the show. Cause I think even in some of the later seasons, which um, I'm not sure if I like some, I liked some, I didn't like, or maybe the middle of it is where I didn't really like it. Like where the storylines kind of veer off. Uh, there's still such great little moments. And like the characters are so good that even though the main storylines might be kind of lame, uh, it still draws you in. Yeah. I feel like I'm thinking maybe like season four and five, or like where, where it kind of. Whichever uh, season finale is just Uncle Junior singing. Yes. I remember being so angry that that was the way they wrapped that season up. <laughs> yes. But, that was know. that funeral with like Meadow being upset about. Oh, I don't know. But yeah, I Jackie think that was Junior. the penultimate. I think I just I decided over time that I really loved the ending now. Like, I feel like I hated it when it first aired. I was really angry, and I think it just makes perfect sense now, which is very well done. All they needed was to have, like, the HBO logo in the corner and not a fully black screen because right. you don't want people thinking their cable went out. Which like, is what it, Sid thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, so in the moment, I didn't like it. Really? But then, like, the next day, once I realized what it was, I was fine with it. Yeah, but we I were watching wish. it together, I remember. Yeah. And the, so the final scene is a blackout. Like I'm not spoiling anything. No spoilers, yes. Uh, but it like the the scene just blacks out, and for many people, the like said the reaction was like, "Wait, what? Did did my cable fall? Like, did my cable break? Like, what's going on?" Because <laughs> it was just it was dead silence. There was no music, you know. So it, it could conceivably be. And also, we had a shitty cable company that was notorious for for blackouts. Yeah. So it, it, it's a total possibility until the credits showed up. And I agree. I, I hated it at first. I wanted something definitive, but then as I thought about it and I kind of read a few things and I was just like, Oh, I see what they were going for. It, 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 it's not like nothing would have been satisfying. So they, they had to do what they did. I don't think it's also just the ambiguity of like you, you, he, because of that life, like he's never going to be able to just sit yep. in a diner. And that's exactly. Yeah. That's what I real like. Like you are basically in his shoes there. And like what you, what you felt is how he feels all the time. Right. And now we get also, this prequel movie. That's coming out pretty soon, right? I guess that's kind of also why I wanted to rewatch it. Uh, although I think the prequel movie is not going to be good. Uh, it's yeah, it's going to be okay. Low. I'll watch it and hope for the best, but I'm not expecting much. I'm expecting the, the my top. I feel the ceiling of how good it could be is El Camino. Yeah. Like it's not mm. ever going to evoke that, that uh, Breaking Bad, but it's going to be decent and watchable. Uh, but the only thing is with El Camino, you had you had Aaron Paul in it. Yeah, and this exactly. Has an actor that I don't really trust very much, even though he yeah. he is the, the guy's son and looks yeah. like him. I don't really necessarily trust it. Yeah. One hundred percent agree. Well, you know, we sure like talking about TVs and movies a lot. And if you like hearing us talking about them and would like to support the show, uh, the best way to do it is to join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. For five bucks a month, you get two bonus episodes a month. You get access to the video versions of our episodes, uh, which is every week. And you get some cool little bonus stuff like Sid as a TV show column. And we post some other stuff occasionally. Rob posts and, uh, nudes once in a while when he's feeling sassy. 
Yeah, Sid, are you are you ever gonna post a collage of Rob's nudes the way you tile his other pictures behind you as your video? <laughs> I don't give that away for free. That that maybe on a bonus episode I'll do that. Good idea. No, Sid is saving that for when Rob sets up his OnlyFans. So he's <laughs> ready to go. Are we gonna review Rob's OnlyFans on our Patreon? Oh, oh that would be amazing. Oh. I would do it. I guess I'll do it for this show. So it's like holodiets. We do. You would need it in your personal life, but and it will heavily involve holodiets. My, my, my thing only, where he just my smushes only... his toes into the holodiets tray. <laughs> it's non-nude. That's my yeah. So it's a lot of fetish stuff like that. It's like, nude from the knees down. Are you doing a- ASMR stuff on your OnlyFans? Yeah, I'm eating Bujanina. I'm eating various <laughs> Russian foods. As yeah, the, the slopping sounds of Rob is ASMR. Yes, eat the holodiets into the mic. I slurp on it. And describe the chunks of meat that you're putting in your mouth. I feel like that'll send people to suicide. Oh, no. Anyway, Patreon, everyone. <laughs> yeah, so uh, on our Patreon, we just posted a brand new episode uh, a few days ago. It is a roundtable discussion that Sid, Darren, and I did about the awful, awful uh, new Space Jam movie. A new, I guess it's not even awful. It's just there. Oh, I no, thought it's it was awful. awful. It's plenty awful. Can I say this was... Uh, one of my favorite thing ones to do, and we had just had so many layers of shit in this movie. There's so you think it's just kind of a cash grab, and it is, and it's just a Warner Brothers cash grab. But having said that, there's so many layers and layers of shit going on. There's 19 things going on at any given time in this movie, and we covered every single one of them. And it took <laughs> over an hour. Did you talk was- about how the director of the original trashed this one too? Did you know we that? briefly mentioned it? Yes, but he, that guy is not even the guy's a fucking commercial director. Like, who the fuck is he? It's not like it's Martin Scorsese wow. <laughs> criticizing. Well, I mean, he's the, the guy from the original one, so I thought maybe he had some kind of yeah. credit. Jim Jarmusch oh. really hated Space Jam, too. <laughs> he was in one of the crowd shots. Oh, okay. Jarmusch. It was a, no, it was like a, a guy in terrible makeup to sort of look like Jim Jarmusch, but didn't. <laughs> And Roberto Benini <laughs> hanging out, just chain so, smoking. In addition to the, we have a ton more episodes. In addition to the Space Jam review, we did an episode last month that I really enjoyed called "One Star Reviews," where we find the uh, best or worst, maybe one star reviews of objectively classic albums from artists like Ozzy, Black Sabbath, Metallica, and Megadeth. And also, we did the reverse. We found. Uh, five-star reviews of objectively bad albums from those artists like St. Anger and Lulu. And that was a very, very fun chat. I'll, very unlike uh, a lot of episodes we typically do. So it's, it's a very unique episode. And I guess they weren't objectively bad if there were some five-star reviews, eh? <laughs> and also, uh, previously, we did a watch-along of the Chris Holmes documentary, Mad Men, which... <laughs> mean Man. Mean Man, mean I'm man. sorry. Which even if you don't watch with us, seek out this documentary because it is, wow. It is just, that's all I can say. Wow. Tons of stuff in the archives. We did a watch along of the Danzig horror movie. We did a watch along of Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Uh, like I mentioned, the video episodes. We did a roundtable on the wrestling movie Beyond the Mat, which was really, really fun to do. And uh, and we've also, for our longtime fans, we've done a few episodes we call the live cast meme hall of fame where you know we revisit memes from 
years past, like five, 10 years ago that we haven't talked about in a while and we re revisit them. And I feel like we, when we do those, we always learn something new about, you know, the queen of vagina, <laughs> Mike Francesa, we did a whole episode on, uh, Shlomo, there's plenty of them. So tons of content, tons of free stuff, all in our Patreon, patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. And if you don't have the five bucks, but you still want to support us, you could still do so without giving us money. You could do so by following us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter, or leaving us a review on your podcast platform of choice. That really helps us out. So thank you for listening. We love you. And we're going to keep doing the show. This isn't a sign-off. Oh, yeah. yeah it sounded like one. It's There's still like we're there's still plenty of show. I just wanted to say we love you. Okay. So uh, on the top Friday or something. Barbecue. What? Yeah. So Sid, you're in Texas. We can't. We I can't, am. We can tell see, by the farm in the background. Well, this isn't even a farm. I'll start off with this. These are what are known as guinea fowls. And uh, that's insensitive. Is that a slur? That's that's. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun this weekend, being very problematic when discussing them. <laughs> but they are everywhere in my mother-in-law's neighborhood. And uh, they are a very disturbing morning wake up call because the sounds they make is like the closest thing I could compare it to is like if you're like at a mechanic shop and he's like working on a car with a wrench and just like ee, 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 ee. that's what it sounds like at full fucking blast at like seven in the morning ah. to wake up to this sound. And they are fucking hideous creatures. Like, look that's at these like, things. Yeah. They're like uglier turkeys. <laughs> They look yeah. so wrong. Do they, they move when wrong. you walk near them? Huh? Or are they not afraid? Do they move when you're near them or they, are they, they not afraid? They don't seem particularly afraid. They do not seem particularly afraid. But yeah, the other day I did turn to my brother-in-law at one point and very angrily said, I wish you brought your gun so you could kill some of these dirty guineas. And, and the, the rest of the people around did not get why that was hilarious and wrong to say. But I, I figured, I, let me at least say this out loud so when I tell the story on the podcast, I'm not bullshit. So I did say it out loud. So they, they, uh, they just walk around and like yes, annoy people? Yes. They don't, they don't belong to a person or something. No, no. They're just out and about in like backyards and in the streets and looking fucking weird. And yeah, so that's, that's a creature that I've discovered is a thing that hangs yeah. around residential neighborhoods in Texas sometimes. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the, the, the big highlight of the trip was the trip to snow's barbecue in Lexington, Texas, which we got up at around three in the morning. So we flew in Friday. We got to the house probably around like four, five o'clock went to bed maybe 10 11 got up at three in the morning to drive like what hour hour and a half to lexington texas we so we got there at around five in the morning the place opens at eight so we got there at five there already were 130 people in line ahead of us when we got there at five in the morning what that's insane but thankfully and we didn't get to the door of the place till quarter after nine, maybe. So we waited over four hours. Where were you so waiting? Like outside in the street or what? Yeah, basically there's like a What's little the backyard area. People brought it. Thank God. Like, cause it was like high nineties the whole week. But okay. since we were there like early in the morning, it was like mid seventies. It was breezy. Oh. So it was comfortable. 
yeah, we brought chairs. Everybody brought chairs. Some people brought tents. It was like a whole thing. There were some people that were there from 11 o'clock the previous night. The people up front got there at 11 the previous night. So were they insane. sleeping? Were they up? Like, I don't get it. How? I guess they slept. Everybody's just very trusting to not get re- robbed in their sleep. I remember like wh- when I was working at Sirius and across the street is where people would wait for SNL tickets mm-hmm. and like people would camp there a day in advance, just like in the street in Midtown. Yeah, it's filthy. <laughs> but I, yeah, I guess yeah, I remember, I remember step, stepping over those people. Yeah, going, yeah. going into serious. Not only is filthy, the prize for doing that is to watch an episode of SNL. It's like punishment. <laughs> and also, well, like, guess, that's free on TV every week. Yeah. You could stay home and get the same product. I like some I think also, I, yeah. I feel like the, the people are, that are waiting, I guess they're waiting for the comedy, but I feel like when those lines get really crazy is when they have like an artist like, BTS or One Direction, and mm-hmm. then all the yeah. all the pop fans, uh, the stands, as the kids say, yeah. show up. Uh, Harry Styles. So yeah. So so did the did time move slow or fast or like 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 how did it? How you know you were waiting for a few hours there. It moved slow, but not as slow as I feared. Like I wasn't like by the time we got to the front, I was still like excited for the experience. I wasn't like I don't care how this tastes. I just want to get the hell out of here. It wasn't that bad. So then the people around us online were pleasant. They played the, the the owner of the place came out and they did like a raffle. Like every hundred people in line, there was a new raffle for that group. Like if whatever number you are, you maybe you get to skip the line, you get to skip ahead or you get a free T-shirt or like some free barbecue sauce. We missed out by one. We were one twenty nine and one thirty and number one thirty one won a free T-shirt. I bought a T-shirt anyway, though, with the the lady who's the Ooh. pit master at the place, Tootsie. She's 87 years old. Wow. She shows up at like she was already there working when we got there. She shows up probably like two in the morning to start the fires and stuff. And she was working pretty much the whole fucking time we were there other than to come out and like pose for pictures with customers because there's like a Netflix show about her. She's like world famous at this point. And it's just insane. 87. And during the week, she works at a, as a custodian in the fucking local high school. It's insane. It's so insane. wait, this is only open on the weekend. It's only open Saturdays. That's it. Saturdays, wow. 8 a.m. to whenever they sell out. Wow. And were you there when they sold out? Like, did you when we got up, the only thing they were sold out of was chicken. So we got everything else. And it was all great. Sausage was great. The brisket was great. Um, the turkey, they have turkey, which you wouldn't think like who who would get turkey at a barbecue? It's probably place. one of those guinea birds. Oh, my God. No, I would not have gotten that. I would have walked out. Uh, but the turkey was fantastic. The ribs robbed the ribs. Oh, my Are God. They, was the turkey smoked or something like what? How yeah, was it? Everything smoked. Yes, it is. Mm. Yeah, it was really good. The sides, the potato salad was tremendous. Yeah. And the line moves so slow that there's never even though there's hundreds and hundreds of people, there's always seating available because the line moves at a pace where there's never like too many people ready to eat at the same time. It's so slow that people get in and out in the proper amount of time that you can get seating right when you get your food. Yeah, it was nice. And it was it's crazy because I guess there was like a livestock place nearby because like trailers with cows kept coming and going down the street. It's like, man, the, the meat here is so fresh. Bring it in the cows as we stand here. 
So it was worth it ultimately. Yes. Then. Yeah. Just if for the experience. Aren't... And like at her age, like when I come back here next year, she might either be retired or dead. Like the odds are pretty good. So this is like literally a once in a lifetime experience for me, probably. I, so I checked it off. I don't know that I need to do it a second time anyway. I was going to ask. So if she is alive next year and you come back, would you do it again? Probably not. I mean, it was very, very, very good barbecue. I don't know that it's the it's as good as the best I've ever had in my life. I don't know if it stands alone as the best I've ever had in my life. I don't it's, 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 it's not enough better than the rest in order to wait for that fucking line. Is what yeah. You're yeah. Not a second time. Correct. Yeah, that's how there was a place when I went to Austin, there was a place like that called Franklin's. Yes, that's the that's the one I want to try. But they're closed this week. OK, I was I was going to say because, yeah, I would never be able to do it because it was the same thing. People would line up like I would wake up at seven, like just trying to find coffee or whatever. And I'd pass it. And there's already a line of like 50 people. And, you know, it's impossible. You know, they basically sell out by noon. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I was never able to get it. That's the next one that I would like to check off the list. And I figure like if you say at seven, there was a line of 50 people, that's a lot better than at five. There's a line of 130 yeah. people. So yeah, maybe I guess <laughs> I can fair. hand. I know I'm up for that task now. So although it has been a few years, so it might be more popular now. Who knows? You know, I'll I find been, out. Yeah. So well, any other Rob, you can take your metal injection money and get yourself an assistant and tell your assistant to go stand on the line. Mm. Get one of the metal I, sucks, I guess, dudes. <laughs> Just get Axel to stand on the line for you. <laughs> oh, maybe like hire a task rabbit, right? Yeah, there you go. I'm sure All people right. do that already. I'm sure that's definitely a thing at these places. I mean, if I needed money, I would go stand on lines for people. That's definitely How a thing in like elections, right? Like, like uh, I've definitely heard about that. People. That sounds like voter fraud, Rob. What are you trying to say? To vote. Uh, no, you, you they you basically they hold your place in line and then you you come and you take it. So another twenty five bucks, just give them and they can just go in and vote for you. Like, <laughs> why even I feel show like, up? I feel like if you have enough money to do that, then you don't vote. You just pay the politicians directly and they do what you want. There you go. So you're you're not bothering with the task rabbit step. How much are these task rabbits? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Hundred grand. <laughs> Different rates. Yeah, yeah Rob, tell us. I've never used it. I, I haven't used TaskRabbit. I've, I've only uh, I've only heard good things. TaskRabbit, <laughs> by the way, is a kind of like an Uber for tasks. So like, you could you could either hire a handyman to come over and, and fix it. Enter promo code LiveCat. No, you don't. <laughs> it's like <laughs> handy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So, but you but was is was it more or less than your little tiny car that you used to rent? What was the the task rabbit? The race. Oh, I've never I've never hired a task rabbit. Oh, oh, oh. It depends on the on the the situation. Like if you just need them to uh, you know hang up a picture frame, I think that's like five ten bucks. But if you need them to install a television, it's like fifty hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah, like, I had handy to clean my house a couple of times. You get a handy. A handy when you got your house cleaned. I didn't. Uh, fortunately, I that was. I wouldn't, <laughs> I was not impressed with the job, uh, so I would not expect a good handy to be produced uh, either. That's $15 extra. That's it? Yeah. Boy. And I bet handy takes like eight ninety five out of that, too. Bastards. $7 hand job. 
episode <laughs> title. <laughs> Seven dollar handy. We'll keep it PG. Uh, okay. Well, that, that. So, any other any other fun Texas stuff, or that's basically the. Yeah, I mean, other the the only other highlight is one of my nieces keeps calling me grandpa. Oh. Five years old. For some reason, she thinks I'm her grandpa, even though they keep telling her, "No, no, no, that's Uncle Sid." She just keeps calling me grandpa. Well, you just look like a grandpa. Yeah, I'm fine with it. She she sees right through me. I can't even argue. I think that would be a cute nickname for you, Grandpa, grandpa Sid. Yeah, that's fine. I'm good with that. I'm Gramps. Age. I don't know about Gramps. That's too. That's too casual. Granddad. Granddad Sid. <laughs> Grand Sid. No, that sounds like no. a, a clan or something. Grand Wizard the Sid. Grand, yeah, I'm the Grand Sid. <laughs> the Grand Wizard Sid. Appearing on the next Demons and Wizards album. <laughs> Is that a Grand, band? You, you and John Schaefer? That's oh, John Schaefer's band. Oh, no. And Hansi. Maybe, maybe I'll take his place. Since well, Hansi quit. Stuff. Hansi, Hansi said I know, I know. So there you go, Sid. There's an opening for you. Is that Arthur Grand Wizard Sid? that you're talking about no, no. hans hansi what's his face i don't remember his last name from blind guardian get and do guess <laughs> i'll start a band with that guy <laughs> he's definitely uh, toward the world get and do guess i wonder what that lady thinks about vaccinations and pandemics and stuff where's that lady right now children can be eliminated <laughs> That's what oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Only if they call you grandpa when you're not a grandpa. He ruptured intestines as his partner became a corpse. <laughs> she says it like a kindergarten teacher. I love I it so much. She's so endearing. Broken bones and manslaughter every minute. We want to hear uh, your barbecue experiences. Give us a call. 213 Wide Nut. Two one three nine four three three six eight eight. I ha- I had a, uh, a, a well I had a segment I wanted to do. Unfortunately, it's not ready. But I did have a colonoscopy mm. this past week on Friday. Are we going to do a watch along? Well, no, <laughs> but uh, but I did. But I I had a colonoscopy six months ago. This was like a follow up to make sure everything's still working properly. And uh, the first time I had it, you know, they're in there moving things around and looking and you build up a big air pocket and it hurts. Like when you're done, you have really bad gas pain for like an hour. And they said, Oh, don't worry. You'll fart. You know, it'll come out. And it was taking longer than they said. It took like probably 90 minutes. And I got, I was just laying in my bed and finally it all just came out in a flood. Like just, you know, not human sounding. It was almost like a a air being let out of a tire. It didn't smell at all. It was just trapped air and just these inhuman sounds. I wish you would have recorded. Well, that's the end of the story is that I, I also wish that I had recorded it. So when I was going for my next colonoscopy, I did record it. I recorded a bunch of farts. Yes. Uh, but they have to be transferred to MP3s, and I didn't do that yet. So, <laughs> so this is a teaser. This is a teaser for next week. I will have that ready to go. 
and we can play some of my. But unfortunately, I want to preface this by saying they weren't as good as last. Aww. time. they were long. They were probably there was a couple in there that were like ten seconds. <laughs> but last time, literally like forty second farts, literally like no exaggeration. Wow, that must have been such a relief. Oh my god, you have no idea because it was instant. It was like pain, like consistent pain for like about over an hour. And then instantly, once I farted, gone, just gone. It was a series of about 10 farts over about three minutes. Um, I was wondering, did the doctor actually say you're going to fart it all out? Did, did they use the term they fart? Pass it. Like, yeah, what was no, the... Well, the doctor, it was like all the, the, the AIDS and everything, the nurses and stuff. There were people there with AIDS? Uh, I, maybe. It's possible. I, I wasn't Ted made Dugas aware of that. was in the recovery <laughs> room next to yours. Ted Dugas. Uh, no, they just said, you know, I told... It actually wasn't even brought up to me, except that I went up to them and said, I'm having, having a lot of gas pain. And they said, oh, don't worry. I think it was normal. Like, that happens to everybody. And they said, you'll pass it. Uh, this time the guy was like sort of a young hip guy and he was just like, you know, you could fart. It'll make you feel better. You know, it's like, though, he's basically <laughs> saying, don't worry about doing it here. Cause they hear it all the time, you know? So I, I was like, yeah, I would love to. I just can't. He's like, I just can't yet. He's like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, just let it rip. You know, when you have to, it's okay. What was the last time you got to sell someone in a professional setting that you would love to fart? <laughs> That's a, a good question. A I don't know. Yeah. Never. <laughs> I couldn't luxury. enjoy it because I was so uh. miserable, but it's a good point. It should have been fun. <laughs> Next time but, you go back, just make sure to savor it. But in case, in case you're wondering, I don't have ass cancer. Good. Very I have good. some polyps removed, which they say is like fairly normal, and they're called precancerous, which means if you leave them in there, they turn into cancer. But that's why you get regular colonoscopies and they're not, uh, I guess people who are like vegans and, you know, world-class athletes would not get those polyps, but the majority of regular people get those polyps and it's from not eating a perfect diet and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you, you get them out and then you have to go keep back going back and checking. Uh, so he said, come back in three years. Uh, but I also eliminated, uh, beef from my diet, all red meat, no goat, no more goat, which I love. Aww. Love goats, uh, no pork. I just eat poultry for meat, chicken. Why no pork? Is it the same? Pork is a red meat. Yeah, it's the same. The same issues that exist with beef exist with pork. Hold on. I was told it was the other white meat. <laughs> That's right. Total marketing campaign. Marketing, yeah. It works. They lied to you. Yeah. It is. I think when they say it's the other white meat, they mean like it. it's like light and tastier and like tastier than beef similar to chicken in that way, which I agree with. Like I do like pork in that sense. Like I feel like when I want something more light, I'm not going to eat a steak. I'll have like some roast pork or something. But uh, as far as ass cancer, it's the same. It's the same. It has the no same. more perineal. For I, had an, I had some marinated pork belly this weekend and it was like just unbelievable. Like unreal. Way, way to rub it in, Rob. Man. Rub that belly. I've just, I haven't really been eating... Uh, beef at all e either it's kind of a special occasion thing yeah. and then i i recently went to a brazilian steakhouse uh obviously Fog, breaking, Fogo de Chao? breaking the fast uh it was this, uh, i don't remember the name but it was on i believe 49th street i think in the that's city a, that's a good one i had we we went oh, to it, no no it's it's a churrascara platform oh, churrascara i think platform i think we went to 
the, uh, I don't know if Noah was there. I think all of us, a bunch of us went to Fogo de Chao when we were in Anaheim. We went to Nam together. Eight. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I, I think you did go, Noah. You did go, right? I don't remember. I don't you were know. on the trip. I don't know why you wouldn't have come with us. No, she went separately. She met us there at Nam. She wasn't. Oh. How do you remember? I do not remember any of that. Because that was such a good restaurant. Because I remember we would keep meeting up. Like we weren't like always. So we were just like. I've up. been to Fogo de Chao in Puerto Rico, so I'm familiar with it. It's delicious. But the point I was making is just by not having uh, beef for so long, and then I had it, like with the first taste, I felt my body reacting to it. Yeah. Like, like in oh. what way? Like Boner? not. Like, like, oh my God, this is, I mean, look, it was great. But then the, you know, the, like the, the devil on my shoulder is like, yeah, keep eating. This is awesome. But then like the health conscious angel on my shoulder is like, oh my God, just this one bite has so much fat and butter and cholesterol. And like, I could taste all of it. And it's all you can eat and they just keep coming around and like kind of like pushing it on you because they want to get rid of what's on their 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 thing. Their stick. Their stick. And you just have like, the yeah. pineapple. Just have the cooked pineapple for a few turns. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely feel like I got my money's worth, but uh, I'm definitely going to go to a, to a steakhouse for my birthday and like, you know, maybe do it once a year because I won't kill you. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that's the way to re- like. I feel as a society, we need to start treating, I guess I have burgers occasionally, but I, 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 not even that, that much, but I feel like we should really start treating red meat as a treat as like, like a special occasion type thing and not, uh, not something to do daily. I actually came around a little bit on impossible burgers. I still think if it's not slathered in stuff, I still taste the plant, and I'm not a big fan of it. Oh yeah, it's all about how you garnish it. I sure. had it. I had it with. Uh, I had a Burger King Whopper with Impossible Burger. It was like pretty halfway decent because you can't taste it. You just taste the Whopper. You taste yeah. all the Whopper fixings or whatever. The coating. But you still, the, yeah. the, your mouth perceives the protein in there and feels like a burger. So. Yeah, I think the Impossible Whopper is fine. It's decent. I mean, it's it's the best vegetarian burger I've had at a fast food chain. I prefer Beyond Burgers to Impossible Burgers, though. I really like how, how they're made. <laughs> I tried they making Beyond food. Burger in my uh, in my like kitchen, and mm-hmm. it just I, I hated it. And I, you know, not to kiss my own ass, but I make pretty insanely good burgers. So I don't feel what like what I, didn't I you like about it? It just really tastes very planty. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't mind. I know it's it's inevitable that they can't get rid of all the plant taste because it's a plant, but it's just overwhelming to me. For me, it's it's just uh, I've kind of mentally accepted, like, this is not a burger. This is a Beyond Burger. It's its own thing. And I actually crave it now. I look forward to it. I have it like once a week. Uh, I like them. I like them a lot. I've, I've been having uh, forcing myself to go one day vegetarian every week. I know it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen like seven days. I'm sure of that I, I don't I'm not trying to be negative. I just can't. Yeah, but I think that I think that. Yeah, exactly. Like you as long as you're making an effort, I feel that that's good. Uh, it's very hard for me to say that I will be like a strict vegetarian ever. But I realize that like I for my health and for the betterment of the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to be more of a 
uh, plant-based eater as the new yeah. for terminologies. And yeah, most of my meal, not most, my breakfast is, is vegetarian. I don't have any meat for breakfast. And um, a lot of my lunches are as well. I just have like a soup or something. But then dinner, I got to get the protein. So that's a little diet talk on the Metal Injection Livecast. While we're talking and, uh, about food, I'd just like to endorse this soda that I've been having down here. It's called Dr. Dr. B. B. It's only available at the HEB, which is like the big supermarket chain down here. So if you have an HEB anywhere near you, get the Dr. B. It's like a Dr. Pepper cream soda, but smoother. Mm. Wonderful. It looks like the can says Dr. IB, like irritable bowel. <laughs> yeah, it sort of Look does. These damn Not far from fucking, it. These damn guineas are blocking the soda can. There it is. Yeah, Dr. IB. There you go. Quite good, though. They make uh, Dr. Pepper with uh, cream soda now. It's I, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so good. I'm saying this is the better. It's been a year. Though. But yeah. I love how you were just talking about plant-based diet and everything, and yet you're drinking a Dr. Pepper cream soda. It's a treat. I don't have it ever. First. All, if your product has cream on the label, Rob is on board. Yeah. He's, he's a sucker for cream. Nice. Uh, to be clear, I, I have like a soda once every other week. Like it, it's very, I don't, I mean, I drink seltzer and water mostly. I've cut virtually all soda out of my, I will say like Saturday is like all bets are off day for me. So it's like I, while I have these dietary restrictions on Saturday, if I want a Dr. Pepper, gosh darn it, I'm having a Dr. Pepper with cream soda. I want a burger. I'm having a burger. And then I reset. And it's worked well for me. I, 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 I'm, I'm still, my, my weight loss has been maintained. So I'm excited about it. You get any uh, uh, feedback from that, uh, that, that barbecue restaurant just now? <laughs> That's what that was. Yeah. That sound. Well, I will say my, my my Texas trips are like the absolute worst health weekends of my life. Like it's barbecue, it's fried food, it's fast food, every meal. It's soda with every meal and in between meals. It's just my mother-in-law is very welcoming and she'll stock the she has a separate fridge in the garage that is just filled with multiple kinds of soda. And then there's every kind of like drive through. Yeah. Yeah, Texas has their own fancy sodas too. Yeah. Big red. We drink a lot of, but then she also gets like diet Coke and ginger ale for me because she knows I like those too. Oh, did it ever cross your mind to just be like, no, thank you. Uh, No water. It does. I, but then I don't do it, but then I'm like, oh, but there's so many and it would be rude not to have one. I should, and I'm on vacation. I should treat myself. So let's just pound more of this sugar into my fucking veins. Just worried about you. And slather barbecue sauce all over my corpse. It's so hard to resist the soda when going to fast food. Uh, Cause it's like, I, like I go, cause I want to have, I want to pig out on like a burger and fries or whatever, or chicken fingers and fries or whatever. And then, you know, you get the combo and sometimes I don't even want a soda. I just wanted the seltzer and some machines now don't even have the seltzer option. Don't the, the, the soda water option is this. Oh, can I tell you a story? I just recently, I was walking, I, you know, I was doing like, just trying to get 10,000 steps or whatever. And it was one of those hot days that just happened. Uh, it was probably like 95 degrees about three weeks ago. And I passed by a McDonald's. So I went into McDonald's because I wanted to get like a 32-ounce seltzer with ice, you know. And and those machines don't have seltzer as an option. So you have to actually go and talk to the person. McDonald's, if you don't know, is all machines now. Like you just have a – you just it's a push-button menu on the touchscreen. So I go up to the front because I know they don't offer you seltzer. And I go – 
Hi, uh, can you make seltzer come out of that machine there? If so, I'll take a large one. And she just looked at me like I was an alien. Like, what? Sasser? So she could didn't have, <laughs> never heard the word. So I was yeah. like, you know, club soda, carbonated water, like whatever you... Sparkling water. Soda water. Sparkling water. Um, I don't think so. And then she asked, can you ask that guy over there? Like, you know, he looked a little <laughs> bit authoritative, you know. And the guy comes over and he did this the same. I was like, you have seltzer? And he and he had his mask on, but his whole eyes just went. <laughs> like, and I said, I, I couldn't help saying, I was like, is this like an absurd question for me to ask seltzer and to have carbonated water in a McDonald's? Am I asking something ridiculous? Like they, they absolutely do have the carbonated water because they needed to make the soda. Right. Just get without the syrup. That's the next thing I said. I said, how are you making the soda without carbonated water? And he just kind of stared at me. And then I just turned right and you turn and walked out. <laughs> Did you have the same experience in Dallas when you in went there? Dallas, for but I understand it in yeah. Dallas because they did seltzer's a New York thing. Like everybody yeah. drinks fucking. Yeah, I've had I've had experiences like that as well. But yeah, Popeyes is the biggest criminal with that. They don't have the, the soda water tab on the Sprite. And it, it makes me mad because their soda options are very limiting. Because it's like I feel like having the soda. Look. Again, being a little more die conscious, having the soda feels like a waste of stomach space for me. You know, like it's just gonna, it's it's filling you up when you could be to get some iced tea, stuffing some food in there. I, the iced tea, I mean, if it's unsweetened, sure, but if it's not, it's just the sugar fills you up. You don't want the sugar. I could when I lapse and I put sugar in my body, I feel like such shit. Like I feel like my it looks so fucking good. Like a few weeks, it's ago, my biggest there, addiction. There was this there's this Chinese bakery. That's like on a path that I walk frequently and they have these cream puffs that are just like fucking orgasm as just like soft and the cream they use. I don't know what's in it, but it's just insanity. And I would just get two little cream puffs and I the second I bite into it, I'm like, what the fuck did I do to myself? <laughs> like this, Even my mental state of mind goes down, like when I put that sugar inside my body, like I just feel like. It, there's something chemical going on in my brain and just like the, saying, fuck you. Why are you putting this in here? You know, mm -hmm. so I, I just stopped. I haven't been eating that stuff. I, I lapsed a couple of times and, you know, had a cake or something, but I got to force myself not to. That's the one thing I, that I cannot lapse on, like even once. Like I, I can eat a steak, you know, every few months or something, but I cannot have sugar. It just fucks with my, my brain too much and my body. Last night we went to a place called Willie's mm -hmm. and we had a massive appetizer sampler platter with fried mushrooms, fried jalapenos, fried pickles, mozzarella sticks and onion rings. And then for myself, I got a fried catfish with French fries. I drank a high C with it. And then oh when we God. came home, my mother-in-law fixed me a big bowl of a mint chocolate chip ice cream. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Nice dessert. How does Kisha, your mouth baby. not hurt after that? It's okay. Know. It's okay. Sid, Sid takes pills to lower his cholesterol. Yeah, that's right. I did. I made sure <laughs> to take my... Did you double down on the pills? No, I just won a day. I don't know if that's how it works, Sid. <laughs> Sorry to tell you. I'm not a doctor, but I think I... We're all going to die eventually. I'm not sweating it too much. He was doing all that shit before. And now he has the pills. So Yeah. It's not going to be worse. See, like I, my mental uh, uh, thought process alternates between what Sid says and what Noah says, because like on the one hand, it's like, oh, my body is my temple. I have to take care of it, you know. Uh, but on the other hand, there's like a nihilistic part of me 
that thinks because I'm such a giant and that my body requires so much more resources, <laughs> I'm not sticking around. You know, I'm not sticking around. I'm, I'm gonna die. Like, there's a chance I can die in my fifties. You know, like, uh, I it's 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 a possibility. I mean, there's a chance anyone could die in their fifties. Well, the, the yeah. reason I the reason I think this is my uncle, who we jokingly affectionately RIP a legend. Uh, no, Uncle Gina, my Russian, oh, my, my, my uncle okay. on my on my on my mother's side. Uh, he's the one who physically looks the most like me uh, and like uh, just same body type. Like he looks like he could be my dad, basically. And uh, he died in his in his 50s of like a, a, a stomach cancer. And it's like like there's this part of me that's like it, I'm going to go that way. It's going to be that or arthritis. Like something's going to get me. <laughs> My body will not be able to handle. So it's like, on the one hand, it's like, well, I better keep my body in the base, best shape I can keep it to prolong that. But on the other yeah. hand, it's like, oh, I'm dying anyway. Might as well just enjoy it. But when Gano was your age, he didn't know what you know today. So you don't have to live his destiny, you know? I, he took care of himself. He was he was like, you know, a, a fit guy. He would like... Yeah, I'm but not sure if he worked did he out, know but... about diet stuff like the information that we have today about certain did he have foods keto? available? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he did keto. I don't think he did a, a plant-based meals as, as much as I did. Uh, hot yeah. yoga? Did Gina do hot yoga? I don't do schwitz. Did he schwitz Bikram? like you? Oh, he absolutely schwitz. He was the one who took me to my first uh, bathhouse. Actually, when I was oh. oh no! <laughs> Get the authorities on the line. Oh, stop it. It was a it's like a it was a Russian bathhouse, so it had a giant pool and I just hung out in the pool and then like he would be with his friends in the in the banya in the in the sauna and uh I would go in there and I would just be like, What the hell are you guys doing in here? It's so hot. Like there's a pool. We could be you could be having fun in the pool. And yeah, maybe they're all giving each other handies. Who knows? Could, yeah, Rob, could we, we get an alternate line reading on that? What the hell are you guys doing in here? It's so hot. I like an alternate line read. Put a comma. Yeah. What the hell are you guys doing in here? It's so hot. Is that it's so like the beginnings of a porn scene. <laughs> I don't think that body exists anymore. It was somewhere in Brooklyn, and there's only one Russian Mayor Koch had it shut down in the 80s. Yeah. The, the, no, it was in the 90s, uh, but there was one Russian body. There, there is one more Russian body in Brooklyn still. Uh, only it's one? Right. There's got to yeah. be more than one in Brighton. Well, there's only one. There's, there, there's, there's none on Brighton. It's on like Avenue C or Avenue D or like. It's like something. in someone's apartment. It's, it's illegal. No, it's huge. It's like a huge warehouse. Um, I know. I know what it is. Uh, I think yeah, it's pronounced think whorehouse. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a unisex place. So because of COVID, they're closed. You know, you can't have group hangs which by the way like look for me personally that's one of my like i'm just ready for bathhouses to open again washy washy happy happy like <laughs> vaccinated only do, let's do what we need to do i'm set i want to get i want to get a, a schwitz in but so my, a friend of uh, a friend of the show's greg grisha told me that this bathhouse while closed i don't know if i should say this on air this might be an under the table type thing you can like privately rent it out and just you and your party go. And so you basically have the whole place to yourself. So let's go, guys. Live cast orgy. But seriously, like, who would you go with? Like, I know you're facetiously inviting us, but. Who's your dream bathhouse guest list, Rob? Well, it's a Russian bathhouse, so it's not nude. So Jamie uh, Josta. I would, anybody wants to come. 
it's not it's not a sexual thing or anything. It's, or I don't like, think it's just, sexual. I just that's not, like not my scene. It's not like it's not like I'm scared of to do it. I just don't like. You know, I uh, you don't like sweating and, sh- and yeah. pulling? Sorry, what were you saying? Who would you spitz with? Who would you anybody? Spitz with? Anybody wants to come? Top five dead or alive, Rob. Let's go in the in the metal community. Okay, let's see. Who would I want? I would do it for the show, actually. If I'm picking metal musicians, and by the way, let's uh, uh, point this question to our audience too. Send us a hate, send us an email, hate mail at metalinjection.net. Who do you want to go to a bathhouse with? Metal musicians, us. You could also uh, send a voice memo instead of an email. Does it have to be present day, or could I say like late 1970s Ozzy Osbourne? No, uh, yeah, like uh, uh, it's this is our next draft bonus episode. We draft our perfect bathhouse crew. So Ozzy Ozzy might be rejuvenated if you put him in the schwitz. Exactly, get some moisture in that body. Uh, For first person that comes to mind is Peter Steele. Of course. He seems like someone who would enjoy a Schwitz. He would yeah. hit his head on the entryway. <laughs> yeah, he would take up a lot of the tub. And then everybody would trip over his big whacker. Schwitz, 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 number one. She likes the Schwitz. Schwitz. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think who else would I know. Who else? Uh, James Hetfield. It'd be nice to have a Schwitz with James. Okay, maybe we need to be specific, like choosing someone from the metal community who would actually come. Lane Staley. Oh, well, that's not, <laughs> that's not fun. Well, Wait, I would well, go How do you with, mean would actually come, Noah? Like someone that, that I know, you mean? like someone that would, that, ag- that would accept the invitation. Oh, I got it. Dave Grohl. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're buddies. Uh, Trevor from Black Dahlia Murder. I go with him. I've seen him basically naked anyway. Excuse Uh, me. Breaking news. Oh, like on a tour somewhere? He just walked around? No, he just Uh, walks around topless. That's Um, not naked. Topless. Basically naked. I said basically naked. You've seen all of us topless. Oh, I mean, me and Sid anyway. No, I've seen I've seen no. I no, no, I didn't know if you I didn't know if you want to say that. Yeah, I think we talked about the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. When when she got her piercing, she flashed us. Mm-hmm. Show us show off the pierce the pierce. Like the first week of the live cast or something, right? Right, right <sighs> in the beginning, wasn't it? It was in two thousand four uh, or two thousand. Oh, I guess okay. So it was before. Because <laughs> um, I just remember based on where metal injection was. As a no, you remember because you went and you live journaled about it. <laughs> did he really? I have to joke? look it up. No, uh, I don't think I did. That's how you knew she was boobalicious. That's right. <laughs> I went with I went with Noah to get her to get her titties yeah. pierced, and some guy who looked like Slash did it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was right. bummed because they moved the curtain when they were doing. It. I was like, oh, well, why'd I come? Yeah, that was the whole point. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> such a uh, stupid thing. Are you over it? Do Do you regret it, Noah? Or it was fun at the time. I mean, like, I have. There's like nothing to really regret because there's nothing that really happened substantially. But it was just like a stupid thing to do for sure. We're bringing Rob or getting your uh, nipple. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad that I brought Rob um, because he has a good memory and he remembers all of my memories better than I do. Rob, do you remember how much the piercings cost? I assume no, she made you pay in order to come Also, I, I only remember things from like 20 years ago. I don't remember anything from like 10 years ago <laughs> you know, or like the last <laughs> year or two years. 
or whatever. Like just these long-term memories that are baked <laughs> into my database. Remembers that first bathhouse trip. That's my kitty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember my first, all I remember about the bathhouse is my cousin went with me and I was such a fucking idiot. I was like five or six at the time. He told me that at the deep end of the pool, I couldn't go there because there was a shark and I believed him. <laughs> I believe there was a shark in the fucking pool. It's like probably just idiot. like a 60 year old guy that groped everyone. <laughs> which is probably worse <laughs> probably, than a shark. Well, yeah, I mean, it's its, it's own kind of shark. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was my princess. That's the 60 year old guy in the pool. Uh, oh, no. Terrifying. Okay. <laughs> oh, who cares? So, uh, I haven't really talked about heavy metal this week. I guess we, I guess that's fine, right? I'm okay with it. Special oh, episode. I- <clears throat> What'd I just say? heard I just heard the baby got in trouble. What was the story with that? This is very strange. He went on some rant at what was it? Rolling Loud? Is that the name of the fest? Yeah, it was a hip hop fest in, in in yeah, outside of the Hard Rock Stadium. And he basically he said something like flippantly like It's probably on YouTube. We should just play the whole clip, let him speak for himself. Because he yeah. says a lot of weird stuff in that like 10 second clip. Let me look it up. Who is the baby? A rapper. I've never heard his work. Is he good, Rob? Is he a good rapper? Darren? I'm not know? I'm not familiar with I know the James baby. Harden is very good friends with him. So I hope this doesn't somehow negatively reflect on Brooklyn Net James Harden. Sounds like everything else that's on like like popular hip hop right yeah. now. The only thing of his he has a song with Doja Cat and I really like Doja Cat. So which song? Mm. Uh, kiss me more. Come it's a uh, baby. Kiss me deadly. Isn't that Dua Lipa? That's Dua Lipa. Levitating. Oh, Dua. Oh, I'm sorry. Dua Lipa. That's Jesus. Right. Is it Dua Lipa and the baby, or is it Dua Lipa and Doja Cat? No, no, no. It's Dua Lipa and the baby. I can. Oh, actually, it's Dua Lipa. Featuring Doja Cat and the baby and the ah. What language are you speaking? <laughs> English. Dua Lipa is great. Uh, I very much enjoy her album. Um, I like Dua Lipa now. I, for the first time you mentioned Dua Lipa, I was like, and then. Yeah, I really. I, I, I like her too, did, but it's just funny, like all the funny words you were saying. Yeah. She did a, I think I might have mentioned this on the show. She did like an NPR Tiny Desk concert. And the way she performed her singles on that, I like better than the album versions because it's with a live band and the band is so funky. It's sure. good. Uh, okay, so I found the Da Baby rants, which, by the way, I think Da Baby is officially the worst name for an artist. Also, because like, like what, what if he gets to be like fifty-five and he's doing like these reunion tours and stuff, and he's <laughs> called Da Baby? You know he's, how we make that name better? No. Add Daniel to the end of it. <laughs> Why are you killing the baby? Fifty-five years old, the rapper has, has the Iron Sheik waiting on this controversy. I know. I, I'll check. I talked to the baby. He said, "Sheik baby, we have did the same name. Come to, to the Georgia, <laughs> drink with me, have a Budweiser." 
And then you kill it, baby Daniel. No good piece of shit. Uh, so, yeah, let me, let me play the clip here. Do you guys see it? Yes. I don't hear it, though. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, a boom. Hold on. It says the baby went on a boomer style homophobic rant. Now I'm excited to hear this. How is he a boomer? Like, what's the boomer part? Well, here, we'll take a listen. Can you hear it? Show up today with yeah. HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases. Let's be real. Oh, wait. Sorry. Hold on, hold on. Let me. It's scanning. Oh, I see. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases. It'll make you die in two, three weeks. Put a cell phone like the L. Lady, if your pussy smell like water, put a cell phone like the L. Fellas. Lights up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking nigga dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone like Let's be L. real about this shit. Jeez. Wait, what? Real. Some of y'all niggas. So at first he says. What is he saying? I can't understand. He's saying, he's saying if you don't have HIV, AIDS, or any of those diseases that kill you in two or three weeks, put those lighters up. Ladies, if you're... Vaginas smell like water. If your vagina doesn't smell bad, put your lighters up. Mm-hmm. Fellas, if you're not if you're not sucking some D in the parking lot, put your lighters up. I like that comment there that replied because he's like Eminem. You know, notice that this man did not have his lighter up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so, disgusting. But like, how is that even stage banter? Like, what's yeah, the, I don't know what. Like, know. what does it have to do t- with even anything? Taking out the homophobic part, let's just. But that's terrible. Put it to the side for a second. What is like compelling about? Like, even if he had said like normal things and not homophobic things, that's such a weak. Weak stage banter, I feel like. Yeah. Like, like uh, if you didn't say homophobic, say it without the homophobia. What, what do you mean? I don't know. If you, well, the, the other one, well, you said if your pussy smells like water. Like, that's the one thing that wasn't homophobic. Well, yeah, it's misogynist, too. Yes. All right. Yeah, the Snow's you- lighter is not in the air. All right. If you wear, like, you know, right guard uh, roll on deodorant. <laughs> yeah. It was just, here's the thing. It was like the dumbest <laughs> fucking thing. I kind of feel like at this. And also, the- people don't die of AIDS in three weeks anymore. Exactly. That's not a thing. No yeah, people, that's the boomer part is that he doesn't even know like the current status of these. Yes. Yeah, what's that? Yeah. Drug? Age, uh, prep, it's called. Prep. Well, no okay. one in the United States gets it. Everyone, like people outside of the United yeah. States, but well, in Miami, they don't have the drugs. But yeah. No one who's no, at his concert is going to get yeah, it. Yeah, it's no longer a death sentence, and it hasn't yeah. been for a while. Uh, and uh, so that's weird. And there's no disease. There's no sexually transmitted disease where you will die in two to three weeks. It just seems like he's very, very misinformed and uneducated. And he said something terribly stupid. And then uh, the video went canceled. so so vi- viral that like I saw even, like, even Madonna like posted a thing. Yeah, like everyone's like, actually, the baby, no, you know. Which look, I'm not gonna take it. Like, I, I, it just it <laughs> so seems so dumb. silly to make this a thing. It made it a a, a worse thing than it was. Here's the real question: Yeah, which song are the baby and Elton John gonna duet on at the Grammys next year? <laughs> yes, when seriously. they like <laughs> when they hug well, it like, out. Yeah. He, he barely, like he barely. Out. Lost a bunch of bookings, like a few festivals dropped him, like he got dropped off Lollapalooza. And then he gave then after all of that, he came out, he came around with like, you know, one of those apologies about like, 
Oh, things move so fast on social media. And I apologize for my, here's what he said. Social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. Just As a man. I think he's right. No, I didn't say that what he said is factually incorrect or anything. It's just like, don't. Don't do that. Like, it's so weak. Like, you know what I mean? You still well, let, let, me, let, me re- let me read the rest of it. As a man who has had to make his own way from very difficult circumstances, having people I know publicly working against me, knowing that what I needed was education on these topics and guidance has been challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, that's the whole, that's the whole statement? That's it? <laughs> You're expecting more? The end. Signed the baby. He lost all those bookings, so he couldn't pay the PR firm anymore for, like, for extra sentences. I, I guess he also apologized for, for the hurtful and triggering comments. There was that as well. Well, they're uh, triggering because there was like a gun cocking sound playing in the background as he was saying <laughs> them. So I think that's what he meant by triggering. I came from bad circumstances, so please forgive me. Sign the baby. P.S. Gatan Dugas. <laughs> I, ultimately, I agree with you. Noah. I do think that social media like blows shit way out of proportion. Things get trending. Everyone has a take. Most people with a take probably didn't even watch the video. They just saw the baby made homophobic. Remark. I agree with you. Absolutely. It's a problem. But the way Um, to avoid that problem is to not say something incredibly stupid like that. Like he had to say that thing for the video to exist, to go viral. So don't create a moment to go viral. There's another part of that video, by the way, where someone in the audience throws a fucking shoe at his head after he says it. And he barely dodges the shoe. If you can find that part, that's awesome. Because the audience was not particularly into what he was saying. It wasn't like they were cool in the moment. Uh-huh. So and the then ba- he had blowback later. The baby is like George W. the Bush. Yes. Then. Yes. <laughs> right. I guess I'm just like torn because I don't, I think like ca- that cancel culture is really bad. And it's like, what if he just had that there in his live show and he dealt with the audience and people threw shit at him and booed him and all that. And that's it. Like, I'm not sure how I feel about it getting escalated and then like again with the bombardment of like social media and and, like spins and then other people having their two cents on it who are not even a part of it like madonna i don't know i just my my thing with this is like these are modern artists use social media to the fullest to make every penny they can so if you get all the benefit from it you should also get all the blowback that it comes with as well yeah I agree. No, I agree with what you're saying. Like, it, it sucks that it's like that, but it's like that. So don't put yourself in a position to get caught in that whirlwind. You know, like it, it, it seems that's the don't say something stupid and then you won't be canceled. And also, yeah. don't give me this horse shit about like he has to be educated. Like he knows that's a wrong thing to say. He's being a shock jock. Like one hundred percent to 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 rile up the crowd and like yeah, like he didn't know that that that's a fucked up thing to say. You know what I mean? Like that's what I mean about the apology. The apology is some horse shit. Stand by what you said. Like yeah, here's the shoe. <clears throat> oh, oh, hello. Have to hear it. Uh, Lady, ladies, if the shoe you if the shoe you throwing at me stinks, slide up your cell phone right now. Adidas. I love that since it was one shoe, he he didn't he, he thinks Adidas is plural. So since I, it was only one, he I said love Adidas. that. I love, okay, I love. I love. Okay. I like. I like. All right, I like, we love the baby again. I like the baby now. 
Why, why don't you throw both Adidas at me? Also, uh, I think the other thing I want to say, Noah, uh, uh, to your point about being canceled, I feel like the word canceled has a very loose meaning, you know, like he's he's he lost a few gigs, but you could still listen to his music on Spotify. You could still, well, you know what I mean? Like, you still who buy- knows? It might it might escalate even further. It, this train just keeps moving I don't know. I, th- I, th- I think uh, I think the the uh, trending topic is like fading. You know what I mean? It's not like it's carrying on. He's a poly- if he doubled down on it. Absolutely. But he didn't. So, like, he's still making money. He still has a job. He'll be fine in a few months. You know, like, he'll fucking do something maybe with, like, Lil Nas X or something. Not to say that Lil Nas X would do it. But, you know, like, he'll he'll have some sort of redemption arc and he'll be OK. He'll have a PR I, cleanup. Yeah. And I feel like Tosh.0. I feel like with with most people who are canceled, canceled. They're fine. Louis C.K. He's touring. He he put out a stand up thing. He's making money like he's fine. He's still rich. He's just not as rich as he used to be. Yeah. Like it's it, fine. It's, it's not like like what's an example of someone being canceled where like their career is over. They're regular their people, through. regular yeah. people get canceled. They say one wrong thing on Twitter and then their lives are. Yes, yeah. that that I'm very against, especially like people who have to like lose their job over a dumb tweet, you know, like over something stupid. I, I'm right. not into that or worse into- stuff. They said like like 11 years ago when they were in yeah. high school or something. Yeah, I agree. I think that's I don't think you should you uh, use something somebody said like the time is relevant to the context. And uh Kind of reminds me of the Woodstock documentary, which is going to be our next Patreon roundtable because they do a lot of uh, they take a lot of the stuff that happened in 1999 and they judge it based on today's standards. And it's like, you can't do that. (laughs) You know, like uh, you got to judge it based on 99 standards. I have a lot of problems with the Woodstock documentary on HBO Max. So I want you guys to watch it so we could talk about it. When are we going to do this? Whenever you guys watch it, you guys watch it, then let's let's get on the horn. Okay. Get on the horn. I think we should also do another Hall of Fame. It's about that time. Yeah. Got, woo. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Ivan Moody with the woof there. Oh, no. Um, do you uh, want to read the listener mail that we got? Oh, yeah. Something yeah, off was, of I, our rundown. Woo. Yes. <laughs> yes. I absolutely. No, you know, I have to say you're a real uh really uh, sidetrack us here you know last week we, we had a few metal stories we talked about less personal stuff you come on all personal stuff how dare you no but personal <laughs> stuff is the best no i know i know i i, I had a good time i'm just teasing no get out of here a little riff tease okay bye oh <laughs> rob said he doesn't want you on i didn't oh no she <laughs> left rob <laughs> no she she's still here. just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Um, Funny okay, if your so. internet went out right there. <laughs> <laughs> Grab one of the guinea fowls outside the window and have that be fourth mic. Anytime you say that, like my heart drops. Like Sid, you can't say. <laughs> I, know. It's, it's, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, They're hideous accidents of nature. Okay, so this hate mail is from friend of the show, and his name is Dan. And Dan tells us, hi, guys. That's how it's written. 
he says, straight to the point, I was lucky enough to go on a date with a lovely, beautiful Israeli woman recently, and the Metal Injection live cast helped me out. Dan goes on to say that the fact that I knew anything about Iran- Iranian Jewish history over the last 50 years impressed big time. Noah talking about Israel opened up plenty of I've heard in Israel questions to keep the conversation going. <laughs> she also spoke to how Israelis always seem to find each other wherever they are. Thanks in part to the knowledge bestowed upon me from you guys. We had a fantastic night out. Many heathen blessings upon you all and to all a one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's very awesome. We love hearing from our live cast stars about how useless knowledge that they learn from our show helps them on dates. This isn't the first time we've heard this. Hopefully not the last. This is when useless becomes useful. Exactly. Uh, Noah, do you have any, any opinions on this topic and any, any I, other Israeli factoids he could bring up on another date? Hmm. Well, first of all, I just want to say I really, really was uh, impressed with how he started that email. That was like very chivalrous and uh, th- he probably had a good date because that's the kind of person that he is. Not so much because of these little factoids. Wait, just because he started with hi guys? Is that no, and after that. Oh, that he was lucky enough to go on a date with a lovely, beautiful Israeli. Yes, that's so sweet. Um, hmm. Ask her if she ever goes shopping on Dizengov. <sighs> What's that? Uh? You'll have to get the answer from him when he asks her. I think that means on her period. <laughs> Ask him if he ever listened to any fine Israeli music. Ask her if her favorite radio channel is Gal Gal Galats. Radio Gal Galats. Dizzy Goff is a Israeli humasia. I didn't even know that was a word. What? <laughs> Is that like a, where you go to get hummus? Like a, yeah, like a, a hummusaria? <laughs> like a, like a, a, a mysteria. Dizengoff is, like is a main street where there's a lot of like shops and stuff. Oh, well, there's Dizengoff hummus then. There's a nice hummus spot <laughs> on that. Hummusaria. Uh, so good to know. Play that the first time you bring it back to your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> just, just it, right as you start going down on her, just hit play on that track. Let's see. If she stays, if she lets you continue, then you've got to keep her. I can't hear you. I was just trying to do his dirty talk while the Shira choir is playing. That's yeah, I only heard chanting when Rob went to the bathhouse the first time as they had. <laughs> Ushered him in. <laughs> the prodigal son returning to the bathhouse. Come on in, Rob. Welcome back. So uh, let's see what else. Okay, so that's the that's the hate mail. 
I don't think we got any other hate mail. Let me just double check. Oh, I think we might have actually. I don't think I remember the saxophone. Wow, it's like no matter how many times we listen to that song, there's always something new to take from it what or that we're learning. What I took from it is I could hear the spit coming out of his mouth. Yeah, ASMR again. Well, he's hucking. Yeah. <laughs> what does hucking mean, Noah? Wait, no, like like hack, like to hack. I know, but he says hawking if you listen to it. I think. Hawking with COVID. You know? I honestly, oh, no. he's speaking Yiddish, so I don't know what oh, he's Yiddish. saying. Okay. Uh. What was I going to say? Oh, okay. We got another hate mail from Rob. He he goes, um, who are your favorite bands not inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And does it matter as is the Hall of Fame even relevant? He says his favorites are Wasp, Foreigner, Iron Maiden, and Man of War. These are bands not in the Hall of Fame that are his favorites. Weird Al Yankovic. I bet he gets inducted eventually, right? No. I can't understand how he's. Not I guess he fan. already would be then. Yeah, he's already eligible. Uh, for me, yeah, like Judas Priest. I feel like there was a class this year where, like, so many of the bands, I was like, oh, this could be cool, and then none of them got in. I don't uh, know, Death. I feel like Death should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but they'll probably not let him in. What by what criteria do you think they should be in? Their music. They uh, created. Like they created a new genre of heavy metal. But it's or a like genre that, that nobody who votes for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame knows exists. So. Yeah, that's why I think they'll never make it. Yeah, that, that's like. They, oh, good. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Is that how they let people in? Like based that they created a genre. Well, that it's like a seminal release that uh, you know uh, changed like the a landscape. pivotal moment in heavy metal yeah. history. Uh. And as for does it matter and is the Hall of Fame even relevant? I will say the Hall of Fame ultimately is not relevant. It's just like another uh, excuse for like an award show to have like, and that's why it's not like, I don't, I don't take it personally. Like every year people are like, how is this band? Like, how is Iron Maiden not in the hall? It's a Shonda that Iron Maiden is not in the hall. of. It's like, who cares? Like Iron Maiden is a, they're fucking billionaires. They're fine. But I do think uh, the bands care. Like Iron Maiden on some level probably do care. Or kiss yeah, do I agree. And and it's like one of those things where even if they say they don't care, they, they secretly do want the acknowledgement. But I don't think it matters one way or the other. Like what you and said, it, you know, they are millionaires, billionaires many times over, no matter what. So what else do you have to attain at that point? Right. Other than getting put in the Hall of Fame, you know? Yeah, I don't so like they, I don't like are they gonna sell that many more records? That's really the only way it would matter is if it leads to more album sales. Otherwise, right. who cares? Oh, who cares? These are bands that have been around. Like, you have to 
your first release has to be 25 years ago to even be eligible, right? So like the success they've had, they've already had it. So like this is the big break for some band. Got to get to the Oh, who cares? You all right, Rob? I'm okay. Who gives a fuck? You still thinking about your top five bathhouse guests? Ha 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 ha. All right. Al Yankovic. <laughs> that would be fun. That no, I would be like that. a new you know like, video interview series you do on Metal Injection. It's just you and someone like a musician at a bathhouse. That would be great with like a towel over our crotches. That's a justification yeah. to rent out that bathhouse. And you could use the metal ejection budget. You don't have to pay for it yourself. Where it's circle schwitz. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That'll be a great series, Rob. You and X Pac. And nothing but towels. X Pac and Weird Al could be on the same episode and it will curl back their hair up the way it used to be. <laughs> Both of them. Because of the schwitz, the heat. I think that's a winner. I think we have a winner on our hands. So, so uh, let's talk about the Metal Injection Livecast music break. Oh. Every week uh, we pick a few songs. Each one of us picks a song and we add it to our Spotify playlist it's called the Metal Injection Livecast Music Break. Since we don't do the music break on the show, to avoid... we just play Moshiach on the show. That's the music break. <laughs> hocking. Hocking. Oh, yeah. Hocking. Uh, this is the least metal podcast that's a metal podcast so here the the track that i picked for this is from mogwai and uh it's mogwai is an amazing band from sweden and they're one of those bands that i really got into maybe 10 15 years ago and then i sort of like forgot about them and then about a year ago, I was like, I loved Mogwai. Why did I, uh, why did I stop listening to them? You know, and then I really got back into them in, in the last year. And uh, they put out an album this year called As the Love Continues. And I've really enjoyed it. It's not really metal. It's more like ambient rock or, uh, I don't know, Swedish rock. Rob, can I ask you a, qu a question? I don't know if this is a thing or not. You guys can let me know if this is a thing. Mogwai. Is that a thing? Is that something? <laughs> Should be now. Mogwai. Uh, Dry Fantasy is the song that I picked. Ooh. Rob, here's a quiz for you. What does Mogwai mean? Don't look it up. Isn't it an animal? Sort of. There's more to That's it. That's my answer. Oh, no. it's an animal. It's, uh, the, it's what the the real name of what the gremlins were in the movie Gremlins. Mm. Ah, yes, uh. I remember. I looked it up once. Else, else. Uh, okay, so Darren, what did you pick? I picked Slayer, the song the "Temptation." I've heard of them. Seasons in the Abyss, nineteen ninety. One of the best uh, breakdown riffs that I've ever heard in my life is in that song. And I was just listening to it, and I just said this would be good to play on our list, so I did it. Noah, what did you pick? I picked a band called Sleep Waker, which is uh, it's probably a band that I wouldn't really listen to, but because uh, they're more like metalcore, but they have this like electronic sound that kind of reminds me of like um, I don't know, maybe like a blend of like Rammstein with 
a metal core band and it was just like something interesting that I hadn't really heard before. Uh, so the song that I picked is 110 minutes and I think they have a new album that just came out in July. The song is 110 minutes. Yeah. Or it's actually 110 minutes long. No, the song is called 110 minutes. (sighs) I have to listen to it. It's all right. Thank goodness. I liked it. Sid. I picked uh, the song What a Life by Juliana Hatfield because it randomly popped into my head last night and I like that song very much. That's all. What a life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, as we wrap up, it's time for our top livecast fans of the week. And to be a top livecast fan of the week, uh, you just simply have to subscribe to our Patreon at the $10 tier. You get all the fun stuff for the $5 tier. And then you get a little uh, little extra. Get a little shout out at the end of the show. And uh, so let's do it. How should we do it? Mm. Huh. Do it like a guinea would. No, <laughs> just kidding. Oh, you mean Noah, just so we don't get letters. I meant like a bird, a bird, the bird behind Sid. Well, maybe, okay, me... well, you, maybe keep, is there like a YouTube clip of just guinea sounds that you could play in the background <laughs> while you read the shout outs? Rob, totally unrelated, totally unrelated. You should do it like Steven Seagal doing the any, anybody seen Richie. <laughs> Let's see. There we go. My favorite thing about the guineas is the girl. Oh, no. No. I don't want to hear you. I just want to hear the guinea. What was that? Sounded ominous. Bob searching through Italian fetish porn. Good thing you already had that bookmarked. I just want to hear the guinea. Uh, All right. I want to give a shout out to Eric, Rabba Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin, Benjamin, El Duterino, Dan R., Mindy Mayers Kippa, Croc Destroyer, Cattle Decaf, Samexy, IMXy, IE Sexy. Jander, Shasur Shasusitz, The Crustacean Sensation, a.k.a. Gotstumper, Dallas, Rabba Vampiro, Hugo Likes Tacos, Lando Danks, LaCroix, Scooby-Doo 182, and Douglas, how are you, Levison? Thank you to our top live cast fans. Thank you to all of our live cast stars. We love you. We appreciate that you listen. Please rate and review our stuff on your podcast player of choice. And until next week, a goodbye. A goodbye. Oh.